Good evening, Mervor Abayisai. We are learning here, Chavis Havavis, Shar Abayis Elikim. And in his introduction, we've learned that the obligation of showing Hakarasatay, which includes honoring and respecting and even doing for the person who has done good for us, goes even if there was no intent. All the more so if there would be intent. So just a follow-up from last night's uh, fascinating discussion for the Gemara in the beginning of Avedah Zorah, what's going to be lost and love. It's always amazing when you learn about Gemaras that the Gemara tells us, Chazal tells us, this is what's going to happen in the future. That means it hasn't happened yet. So many things in the Gemara is, my of this, my of that, it's once happened. Eliyahu Novi once came to a person, but these are things that are actually going to play, take place very, very soon, and we'll experience it, and we'll see, and we'll be there. So we discussed about the Romans and the things that they did. Do they deserve credit for it, thanks for it, or not? And do they get reward? And we discussed the Gemara Vedasar clearly tells us that they're going to ask for the reward, and yet the answer will be a big no. And Hashem said, tell them because you had yourselves in mind. You didn't do it for the Jews to learn Torah, even though it did play out like that. Hashem says, because I made it like that. But you didn't intend to, 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 that to be. And since that was not your intention, you don't get any reward. So we made this distinction between showing our gratitude to the person, even though they don't have this in mind, even though their intent was selfishness, their intent was for themselves and not to do good for this person receiving it, and that of giving schar. So I just want to round out this sugya with something that's very timely because uh, uh, next week already is Lag Bohemer, and it's the famous Gemara on the Aflamid Gimel in Mesech the Shabbos not for naught the whole episode of Shimon Bar-Yuchai and his son Rebelozo had to go hide and he came for 12 years and then I had to stay an additional year. But let's just bring back that Gemara for a moment and really see that what we were saying last night, indeed, I was quoting it from Talmud Chochem, Rabbi Tzvi Kreiser made this this distinction between the case of the Oig Melech uh, and by the Romans, but I think we have a beautiful raya from Agayin Ramesh Feinstein. So we know the Gemara, just let's recap the Gemara on Lamed Gimel, Lamed Beis, and Shabbos. Gemara relates an episode that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon were sitting together and they were discussing a topic. And also Yehuda ben Gerim was also sitting there. Posach Rabbi Yehuda v'amar. Rabbi Yehuda began and he opened up and said, This is during the Roman period. The Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon was a Talmud Rabbi Akiva. We know Rabbi Akiva lived basically right after the Churban Beis Hamikdash. So this is already uh, a good a good number of years into the Roman acquisition and uh, control over Yerushalayim. And the comment was Rabbi Huda was how wonderful are the deeds of this Roman nation. Tiknu Shvakim, Tiknu Gsharim, Tiknu Merchatzais. Sounds familiar from the Gemara we discussed last night. They made marketplaces, they made bridges, 
They made bathhouses. They do good things. Rabbi Yaisi Shosak. Rabbi Yaisi didn't make a comment. He was quiet. Nemer Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai says Rashbi V'yomar Kol Mashit Tignu Loi Tignu Alatzerach Atzman. Everything they did, they did for themselves. Tignu Shvakim Loheshem Emzaynos. Merchatzayis Ladim Emzatzman. Like we saw last night in the Gemara, they did it for themselves to permit immorality. They did it for themselves to adorn themselves. Gesharim lital menmeches. You know why they make bridges? So they collect tolls. Even before Easy Pass, this was going on. So, says Rav Shemayichai, they don't deserve to be mentioned in praise. And then the whole story ensued that Yehuda ben Gerim, who was sort of an innocent bystander, went and nonchalantly said over this conversation, and they said, Rabbi Yehuda, you praised us, you get promoted. You're the first speaker at every event. Rabbi Yaisi, you were, were quiet, you were ambivalent. No, you have to go to Golis, you're exiled to Tzipayri. And Rabbi Shimon, you were Meganos, you de- denigrated us. Yeah, all right. They put out a death warrant for him. That's the Gemara. And then the Gemara says that they had to eventually run away to the cave, which of course was a tremendous thing because he ended up learning all the circus of Teiri came out and the uh, Orach HaShulchan, no less than the Orach HaShulchan in Simon Tov Tzadi Gimbal tells us that we have a Kabbalah. We have a Messiah, we have a tradition that it was Lag Ba'emer when Rishim Ba'yechai came out of the cave and started dispersing this great Torah that he has. That's one of the reasons Lag Boim is a great day. Okay. Says Ramesha over here in the Dibris Moshe, he asks, I don't get it. These great Gedalim are sitting around. They have nothing better to talk about but politics. And discuss the Taisvis, you know, discuss the Parsha. They're discussing, you know, those bridges. I think it was good to bridge Nats and potholes. What are they doing discussing about... That's what discuss discuss something that has to do with Allah Khalamaisa. That's Ramesh's Kasha. About the Romans. So Ramesh says a Givaldikshat. He says, No, indeed, this was very much Halakhalamaisa. Quite pertinent to know how we are to address situations like this. And what was the Machlaikis over here? The Machlaikis was there was a debate. When people do something, in this case, it was the Roman government, and they built marketplaces and bathhouses and bridges that we benefited from them. More so, like the Gemara tells us in Avedizara, they actually benefited in a way that we, it would enable us to then go and learn Torah and do mitzvahs. Do they deserve our thanks or not? In other words, if we break it down, the question is, when someone does something with the intent, not for the recipient, but for the intent of the person himself who was giving, does he deserve thanks or not? And says Ramesha, this was the Machloikis, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. We have all over Shas, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon argue. Rabbi Yehuda, Stam Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi, and Stam Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai. We have many, many disagreements, is between them. And here's another one. Says Ramesh, this is what they were debating about. Rabbi Yehuda felt that since we did gain from their doing, 
even though they didn't intend for our good. He says that's similar to a Jew who does something, a Yid who does a Ma'isah, he does a mitzvah without the intent of fulfilling the mitzvah, but he has some ulterior motive in mind, but still it's a mitzvah. And therefore, he gets, he gets uh, the, the Yid gets schar for that, and therefore even the non-Jew deserves thanks. And Reb Shimon Pauling, Reb Shimon is, is, is argues, and he holds that since all they did was for themselves, Therefore, you don't have to have Akarasatay for them. And he says that even though by a Yid, when a Yid does something, even for himself and others benefit, there is a Chiv Akarasatay, even according to Reb Shimon. That's only, says Ramesha, that even Reb Shimon would agree with that. That's because we know that when a Jew does something, even Shalai Lashma, he gets Schar for it. So Ramesha understands that in Reb Shimon's view, if the person doing something good, we acknowledge it as a as a meritorious act, we acknowledge it as a mitzvah, albeit a lower mitzvah, then as then he also deserves thanks. But if it's solely for the self-interest of the person doing it, Rabbi Shimon Barichai says no thanks to him. And that's what he was saying. These Romans, he wasn't really maybe even trying to defame them. He was just trying to put the facts on the ground. They're doing it for themselves. They're doing it for their own purposes, their own agenda. And therefore, we don't have to thank them. Now, it got him in trouble, as the Gemara tells over there. But Rabbi Yehuda felt halakhically, since what they are doing does benefit us, we have to thank them. Now, fascinating. Ramesha then goes on to give a few other examples. Fascinating. Ramesha says at the end of his piece, he says, well, who's the halakha like? Who's the halacha like? You thank them or not thank them? Ramesha says, we know from the Gemara in Erevin that Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, halacha ke Rabbi Yehuda. So Ramesha says it would seem that we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Now we're bringing in today, of course, the Chavis Havavis, indeed paskins like that. The Chavis Havavis that we've been learning this whole week in Shara Vedas of the Kim here in the Psichet tells us that. That even though a person does something without the intent of benefiting somebody else, but there is benefit, you have to show gratitude to that person, sometimes to the extent that you even have to respect the person, honor the person, work for the person. So you see, indeed, that's Ramesh's conclusion, and we bring a proof in the Chavis Ababis. Just to conclude this piece, at the end of this shtickle, Ramesha says that it's now Zatzal. He says, My great son, Reb David Feinstein, he asked me about this, that I'm making this distinction. He says, One second. We have a posseg in Parashas Kiseitse. It's a mitzvah. You can't despise an Egyptian. Why? Because you were guests in their land. Guest. Shkayach wasn't exactly a five-star hotel, right? But Rashi says that Lamaisa, they were our hosts. They did open up their their uh, country for us. And even though after that they enslaved us and tortured us, but the Torah says there is a sense of gratitude and appreciation for that. So Ramesha says, one second. You see very clearly over here that a proof to Rabbi Yehuda 
that from the midstream, you see, you have to thank the midstream in, in a sense, don't at least don't despise them because of what they did. What is Rabbi Shimon going to do with that Pasik in the Torah? What is Rabbi Shimon going to do with that mitzvah? Rabbi Shimon also learned that parasha Gizaitzai. So Rabbi Shimon makes a distinction. He says, over there it's just saying, Rak that's just saying not you're, you're showing gratitude to them. Indeed, they don't deserve any Yashikach according to Rabbi Shimon. It's just that other nations, you may have the permission, you can punish them. You can go after them. The Mitzram you can't. Since you were guests in their land, they were your host country, you have to have a certain element of respect, even though it's not a Hakar you're not going to praise them and thank them for that, but a certain amount of Derech you would. Number two says, Ramesh, it could be that's only the Gerim that come from them. The Gerim that come from them, you have to accept them in because they were your host. At one time, they were our hosts in their country. But it's not a, a, an idea of Akarasate. So this, again, does round out a bit of this discussion that we've had. And it Hashem, now that we've uh, expanded this idea of the Chavis and sort of come full circle to understanding from the Kasha that Avram Gedal Yaakoyin had with the Gemara Navarizor with the Romans, do they deserve Schar? Do they deserve Akarasatayim? And we made this distinction. Schar they don't get, and then in the future they're not going to get Schar from Hashem. In this world, perhaps they, they do get Schar. But in terms of Akarasatayim showing gratitude, that we see indeed one does have to give gratitude. And here we see this was indeed a really a is about the Romans themselves, between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. And as Ramosha says, we pasca like Rabbi Yehuda, and that's why the Chavazavavas indeed tells us this principle. Agutenacht.